Ready to get fucking nasty? No. <laughs> What's going on, gang? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Love First Show. I'm so used to saying young daddy. Like, what's to come out of me every time? But glad you guys are here. I'm so excited to do this episode. I've been trying to get this fucking guy on for like a year and a half now. Uh, but really quickly, I just wanted to say, as you might have noticed, we got some fire-ass artwork out. And I just wanted to plug the artist that did it. Her name is Storm Alexis 96 on Instagram. Uh, honestly, probably the best, uh, the easiest graphic design job I've ever had in my life. I mean, th- this chick was fucking awesome. Did everything I asked her to do. Like, I-, I feel like I'm talking about a sexual partner right now. Like, did everything I asked. She was great. Great energy. Uh, knew how to hold a paintbrush. But... No, she was fucking just a tremendous artist. I'm so impressed with the, the job she did. She gave me exactly what I needed. So if you guys are looking for a graphic designer, absolutely check her out. I'm going to pull up her website right now. It's uh, stormshearercreative.com, S-T-O-R-M-S-H-E-A-R-E-R creative.com. Um, definitely check her out. I honestly can't recommend her enough. So hit her up. Go get, go get some great graphic designs done if you need it. And without further ado... Without further ado, the guest of the hour, uh, Ian Lara, comedian, been on The Tonight Show, been on Comedy Central. Also, more importantly, one of my favorite people in the world. What up, Lev, man? I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Return the compliment, I, bud. You know, I, no, I was, uh, <laughs> you know black people can't show emotion. Um, you yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's as much as I've ever gotten from a black guy. Yeah. You cool, man. You're cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you know we've been boys. Uh, I've known you for so long. I, I feel like since, like, you started, basically, since you yeah. kind of moved to New York. Well, you know what's so funny is, uh, for one, whenever a black guy says to a white guy, you're cool, it really just means the world. You know, <laughs> like, I can remember every person that's ever said that to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you were always my friend of comedy who, like, you yeah. know, I, I moved here. I was, like, a shithead, like, 18-year-old kid. I was, like, so overly ambitious. I was, like, I'm going to fucking take over the i'm gonna be on snl in a week like that was me at 18 i was like a lunatic but you need that like level of arrogance you know for sure i mean for sure but i mean i do you as you know like people i don't know why like people had a problem like people took it wait hold up hold up your uh your mic cut out did it yeah go back you said people took it personally I was saying, yeah, people took it personally. Like, people, like, because you were like, I want to sell out Madison Square Garden, you know, and people took that. I said that? Yeah, but people took (laughs) that, like, you were telling them that they couldn't do it, but it was like, that's what he wants to do. He's still cool. Like, every time we hung out, it was still cool. Like, I didn't feel like you were shitting on people or or not a good person, so I don't get that. What's so funny to me is you were, like, always the friend when I'd be like, yo, like, I just got this thing. Like, I just got past this comment. Like, things are going good, and you'd be like, Things are not going good. <laughs> You'd be like, no, they're not. You need to zoom out. You're not yeah. funny yet. Like, you haven't yeah, done I was this like, yet. Things are not going good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I have that to a fault where, like, I'll, I'll just say, like, the shit I agree. that I'm thinking and the shit that other people think it. I don't know. Like, I, it just it just fell on me. Like, I just be saying it. But I, only to my friends, though. Like, if you, if you weren't my friend, I wouldn't say that. I would just be like, yeah, you're killing it. <laughs> No, I mean, I would, you would be the last person ever that I would come to with good news. It's just like, but that's I'm, not true. Cause when you did, the, cause when you did like the Ray Donovan, I was like, that's huge. Like, that's great. That's huge. That's a big deal. That's amazing. Like, yeah, that might have been the first thing that you were like. But I when mean, you told me I'm taping a documentary about myself, 
Dude, uh, you hit the drawing board. Yeah. No, but also you taught I you taught me uh, uh, an important piece of advice, I think, which was like I remember I got upset with a, a different like podcaster because like I asked them to do their show because I had I was like promoting a tour and this is a person that I would like talk to all the fucking time and they would they didn't like say anything. They basically just ghosted me like out of nowhere. And then like the next time like they were like, Hey, like, let's let's try to bang chicks. I'm like, Are you not just gonna bring up the fact that I messaged you nine times last week? Yeah, yeah. Like uh so it like bugged the shit but i remember i told you i was like yeah i just like cut that person off like i, I just don't think that's how it should work and you, you told me like listen people fucking move up and move down and right. it got it got randomly dark but um they're like you people like move up and move down and you shouldn't cut people off just because they're not being good to you or giving you that loyalty right now like at that point yeah yeah because you because you, you know you never know that dude could end up being the next rogan and then he'll put you on that a way yeah. bigger, a way bigger platform. So, is it all forgiven then? <laughs> you know, so why, <laughs> so why even stress out? Plus, you both doing good. Like, it's not, it's no need for that, man. That's fine. That's a good point. Is like, uh, is it going to be fine then? Like, yeah. it, you know, if you, because I like to do favors for people. I, I genuinely just like, you know, like working with my friends. So it's like any excuse I get to do that. You know, yeah. I don't want. Me too. Yeah, I, like I like like. And also, even if you're not my friend, like if I can help, I'm gonna help. If I could, if it's easy to help, I'm gonna help. Like, right. I don't, I'm just, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm different like that. But some people definitely do take it personal. Some people be like, no, you can't, you can't promote to my 200 listeners. I'm like, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of how I've always been. Like, I've been like that. Like, what, like I don't really like asking people for stuff. But if you need my help, I'm always willing to help. Yeah, I'm kind of. I feel like I'm the same way. Like, you know, young comics sometimes will be like. Hey, do you want, like, like I'm starting a podcast. Don't interrupt me and talk about how I'm a young comic. I can see it in your face. I was like, I'll let it go. <laughs> I'll let it go. No, but you know, like baby comedians, like, you know, two, three years in, they want to start a podcast. And like, the, you know, when they ask me to grab a drink with them and talk to them about it, I, I do. It's just to like, you know, I, I get pleasure from helping other people. It's like a nice, you know. Me too. Me too. And also, I remember, I mean, I, I remember what it was like to be there. I mean, just yesterday I was talking to a comedian who was like stressed out about like not being able to get spots and like, he's like, oh, I, be, I hit people up and they like don't answer me or like they ignore me and they seen me do well, but they still won't put me on the show. And I was like, man, just don't worry about that. Like, none yeah, of that you're matters. like, don't worry. You're not going to make it. Just like pack <laughs> it up. Comedy's over. I'm like, start a podcast, dude. You're not doing, <laughs> this isn't for you. Yeah. Dude, the amount of times in my first five years of comedy that I'd walk into a conversation with you, like excited about something and walk away heartbroken. Right. Like <laughs> well, also, I'm. I feel like I'm leveled though. Like, also, if you're super down about shit, I'll bring you to the level to like the the base level too. Like, yeah. it's not like I'm just trying to shit on you. I'm trying to get people <laughs> like out of you know. I like because yeah. you know this is a marathon. You know, one day, whatever, and then the next day you're huge. So you know you can't yeah. let the good get too into your head. Same way you can't let the bad. So I try to keep people like you know like base level, and I try to keep myself base level too because I get those same emotions. Yeah. Well, I think that's super important because like, I, I feel like, especially when I got, I mean, one of my character flaws, I feel like is that everything is like high intensity for me. You know what I mean? It's everything is like high and low, big booms, you know, big depressions. Yeah. So, and, and, and it's like, and that's with, with everything, you know what I mean? It's for everything from friendships to like relationships to career stuff. And like, I was well, like, like the kind of person, like when you meet a girl, if you really like her, you're going big. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm like, I'll be joking around like a days in. I'll be like, yeah, we'll probably get married. Like, it's whatever. You know, 
just, you know, just like fucking around. But yeah, I go like all in. Like the thing that's always kept me in my relationships is when I'm like so head over heels for a girl up top. Yeah. But usually that like just ends up within two months. You realize like, oh, this is. man. It fizzles. That's why when I'm like, when I'm, if, if, I, if I'm in a relationship, if I'm dating somebody, because, you know, sometimes, especially with social media, you see so many people who look happy on the internet. And I'm like, if they look too happy, ah, I don't yeah. believe it. I don't buy it. Because you, everybody know, like, nobody's happy, like that happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get, you meet somebody, you like them, you guys get along and you have ups and downs, like everything else. In this, yeah. In this you have ups and downs. Sometimes you happy. There's people that just, every time is just. Happiness is my thing. Like, <laughs> I'm sure you've known like a lot of plenty girls um, who, you know, would be happy on a on the gram. But then you're like, but she she cheats on him every chance yeah. she gets. <laughs> Anytime you see like a picture of a couple and they're like holding hands or like, I just want to thank God for my my miracle person. Like, you know, after she took that photo, she's like powdering a black eye. Like shit's shit's fucked up in that you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. The healthy relationships, like you don't even know they're together. Yeah, those are the good ones. <laughs> those are the good ones where where you find out they're together when the kid turns five. The kid's five year old. You're like, you guys had a kid? Yeah. Yeah, he's five. Yeah, like fucking. They invite. Yeah, they invite you to the wedding. It's like you guys are together. Like, when yeah. you get married on the first date? Yeah, I'm also like. Even even if I'm like the happiest, I'm also like super super private, especially with like what we do. Like I just try to remain private because, you know, like you like I don't even post my parents. Like I won't post my mom, my dad, my brother, yeah. like no family. Like if you follow me on any of my accounts, I try to keep it completely either just about me or comedy. Dude, I have my family blocked on everything just so nobody else can see them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need anybody cool. sending my dad my dick pic. Yeah, yeah. I'll right, send it right. myself. Right. He already has that framed in his living room. There's no need to forward it to him on Instagram. Kisses it every day. Yeah, man. Because, you know, like you have people that'll just like go through your followers and then they'll like, you post a picture with your mom, they'll follow your mom. Yeah. And you're like, this is, you know, she didn't sign up for that. No. Same thing with like a relationship. Like some girls, you know, girls, and I get it. Girls want to be posted. They want to be shown you know they want to be appreciated and shown i I understand that but with what we do i feel like it's such a weird thing it doesn't like, work yeah and also like sometimes you ever had this like this is also something i don't want like sometimes you could post a picture with a girl and then other girls would dm you like shitting on that girl and you're like oh yeah this is my girl and you're like they're like just she's ugly she's stupid you could do way better and you're like and you're like yeah i know but it's <laughs> <laughs> still my girl she's the one i love <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, I'll, I'll one up you. Ryan Long actually told me a story recently where uh, he was like, he when he would post a girl, I think it was him. Other girls like message that girl and be like, "I fucked your boyfriend," and like people he hadn't even met, like just random chicks on the yeah. internet would like just try to k- fucking catapult their relationships. Yeah, isn't yeah. that crazy? It's insane, dude. It's insane. That's why, like, I think it's best to keep it, keep it separate man just keep it separate be like j cole like j cole has like two kids he's married. nobody's ever seen his wife nobody knows yeah. who she is you could walk right by her and you wouldn't know who she is because yeah because people out there you got to worry not only there's like the girls who will eat like hit you up talking shit and then there's the dudes who like are you know just as shitty who will dm yeah. her or like follow her or, try, or like, some jealous guy will like all of a sudden start to be like hey you know he fucked this chick six months right, ago or something right. like before your relationship even yeah like right. social media today can very easily end someone's relationship 
are you kidding me? I think that's like 90% of why every relationship ends is social media. Yeah. That's it's like, that ends it. It's, there's so many different things that can go wrong through social media. And just like, it's a dangerous thing. Like social media can make every person feel terrible. And at a time when everybody's got like fucking anxiety. No, it, and it does. It makes yeah. every person feel terrible. Like literally that's its purpose. That, that serves its purpose. I try to keep it like, you know, because of what we do, you know, there's a need for social media for us. We got to be active. We got to be posting. And even like sometimes like, and you, I mean, you know better than anyone. Sometimes you'll like post like a selfie or some, some quote unquote man thought thirst trap. And people think that you just want to be like a thought, but sometimes you're like, I need to post something. I have nothing to post. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have anything to post and I need to keep the algorithms like, <laughs> like going. Yeah. Like, Every time I'm about, like, if I'm about to, like, post some stand-up or, like, promote something or whatever, you try to get the algorithm up on your page, obviously, so you can get to the top. So yeah. I don't have, like, what am I going to post? So, like, I'll post, a, you know, some dot picture. You with my, fucking chapstick on. Yeah. And, and <laughs> but that's just to get, you know, to get the, the algorithm going. For, yeah. So promote my stand-up. I can promote whatever I'm about to do. It's social media. Like, people like seeing attractive people. It's just like what, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, especially like if you're a young guy or something in, in, in entertainment or something, like, a lot of your fans are just going to be women, young women that want to have sex with you. Same way as like, if you're a female in the spotlight, it's going to be a lot of dudes who want to fuck you. Like, that's why there's OnlyFans. That's, Instagram is built on men wanting to fuck hot chicks. Yeah. Like, that's the formula for it. And it goes both ways. Like, Justin Bieber popped off because every 14-year-old girl in the country was like, I want to have my first period with that guy. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, I try, like, I try to not let that be a thing, though. I try to, like, sometimes if, if like, I'll get a DM or I'll get, like, somebody hit me up where I feel like she's not a fan of mine. She, she's like kind of just being like, oh, I would hook up with you. Like to me, I'm like, normally that would be cool. But right now, like, I just want you to like my comedy. Like, I don't yeah. want you, you know, like I'm not looking like 99% of, of the time men were looking for like that affirmation from women. Like, yeah, he gets girls, you, you know, but like when we're on stage or when we're dealing with the, with our profession, that's like the only time when we're like, oh no, but what about these jokes? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like women comedians, they feel it a thousand percent. Cause I've, I've felt it like a little bit, like I've been a couple of times where like I'm on stage and, and, and I'll get heckled some like flirty shit from like some older woman. And it's like, I hate it. Like it's the yeah, worst. Yeah. Women, they deal with it like every day. Like that's their thing every day. It's so like, that sucks. Listen, this podcast is not about empowering women. So let's oh. just, no, no, just like, can you imagine I get like upset. Uh. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, that's like the worst as a comedian. I feel like one of the worst things you could get is like if you post like a stand up clip or something and somebody goes, you're so hot. And yeah. it's like, what? Like, the, yeah. Yeah, DM yeah. me that shit, but at least comment like this is funny as shit. Like yeah, yeah. all we care about as comics is being funny. Like right. it's 95% being funny and then 5% is being a person and like wanting to be wanted and wanting, you know. Right. Et cetera. And it's also the thing of like, you know, like if you're doing this, if you want to do stand up for your career, then you have to be cognizant of the fact that like, you're not going to be the hot guy forever. Yeah. You know, that, that, that gets played out. Like it gets, you know, you, there comes a where you have to, I mean, even look like you, like with the young guy, like you're kind of like rebranding and it's, that doesn't mean that you're making a complete new show, but you understand that like, I have to, you know, like 
I have to, as I grow into myself, I have to, you know, take the brand with me. You don't yeah. want to be young daddy at 35. No, I, I, I felt uncomfortable at 23 being, yeah, being that right. like, like I, cause like I was, you know, anytime someone would be like, what's your podcast called? I would get this feel. I'd be like, Oh, I'm about to tell a 40 year old the name of my podcast yeah, and be yeah. embarrassed. So like I never like wanted to be like the sexy comedian. I never did. Like my, I'm just a pervert and I like, you know, like that's all I'm, my brain is always either on sex or like some weird, obscure fucking thing, which is like right. what I taught. I taught like I try to dive into that shit on stand up. But like with a podcast, you're talking to a human. So it's so easy to just be like, what's up in your relationship? Like, who are you fucking? It's everybody's got a million thoughts on it. So it's just like it's what people naturally talk about. Sex is like everybody's secret. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. But but I, I look at like I never wanted to be like Chris D'Elia, like, but, you know, before he got fucking. <laughs> that like i never wanted to be that i never wanted to be like the sexy comedian who rolls in in a fucking like an urban outfitters like baggy t-shirt it's like i the comedians i liked were all like ugly fat pieces of shit like that's why i look I, I i thought louis ck dressed well like when i was young i was like black t-shirt boots and jeans that's it like that was me at fucking 18 you know yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I understand. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, from day one, I've always been like, comedy's always been like, this is going to be my career. So most yeah. of the moves I make, I try to like put myself in that position. And, you know, you don't want to fall into that. You don't want to fall into the, the hot guy. Because it's tough to be the hot guy and, and, like, <laughs> and like comedically respected, you know? Yeah, all yeah. The other guys are like, look at this fucking tool bag. And even the girls, the girls, you know, they're like, look at this. What is he like a model? He does his comedy. What a loser, you know. So well, I like how you just took every fucking bash against me and just said it to my face. Yeah, well, we have a group <laughs> chat. we have a group chat where we uh, talk shit, and I was reviewing it before the show. It's just called the Left First Show. It's just a group <laughs> chat on Instagram. Everyone's like, call him a fat loser. <laughs> every guest does that. That's every guest that comes on this show. Yeah, they call him uh, a fat loser. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I stopped. I'm eating less now. I'm on my way down. I'm feeling a little more trim. I feel like yeah. I'm going to get into pants within a week. Good. And, uh, you know, I also realized I, like, I shaped up my beard a little bit today. If you just take a fucking razor across, dude, it takes you literally, like, one or two points up in hotness. Yeah, yeah. Like, immediately. Yeah. Just trimming actually, up your beard. I was actually talking about that with somebody recently because I was, I was on the phone with them. I think it was Chris actually, and I was on the phone with him, and he was like, "Oh, what are you about to do?" I was like, oh, "I'm gonna go get a haircut," and he was like, "What? You never need a haircut." And I was like, "Cause I always get a haircut." Yeah. <laughs> like you haven't seen me within like seven <laughs> days of not getting a haircut. Like I, I always look, but yeah. this is not how I look. Like if I let myself go, you know, right? It's not to look like like beard shaped up. It's like I'm always getting a haircut. I try to look presentable though. Yeah. But yeah. Like shaping up your beard does like wonders. <laughs> Well, that's the thing I'm like, cause I'm, I'm about to do some, like, uh, some like popular, um, you know, Instagram show where you like go on a date with the host or whatever. And I, I'm, I'm doing it cause it's like a big show, but like, you know, to us, like internally, that's just like a fucking nightmare. But I'm also like, the feeling is, uh, I, I know when I show up for that, I'm like, if you don't look as good as you can, you're not going to get followers from it. Like you're, you'll get two people that follow you cause they think you're funny. But people who like, for as far as social media goes, like, it's the same thing. Like, like, like what I'm trying to say, like, you know, like female friends of ours, when they just show up to do any podcast, they do their fucking makeup. They show up looking good. And the reason they do it is because they know a camera's on. Yeah. And it's like, they do that for everything. Like, even if they're just coming to do your podcast in your living room, 
full fucking face of makeup. They're going to bring it just in case there's a photo because they know once that photo comes out, if I look good, I'm going to get more traction on it. Right, right. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I kind of carry myself that way regardless of whatever I'm going to be on. Like, it don't matter if I'm going to be on a podcast or TV. Like, I'm always pretty, um, I try to be put together. But, yeah, I mean, that is true. If, Did you say I'm always pretty? I try to be pretty put together. <laughs> uh, no, you are yeah, pretty. I, I feel like if that's what you also, I think you have to be understand if that's what you're selling, then yeah. For somebody like my guy Stavros, like Stavros gets a bunch of hot girls. Like I've seen him yeah. get hot girls, and he doesn't try to sell pretty at all. Like yeah, but and I think it, it's so funny, and it works for him. Like he's one of those people that found like how to be yourself a thousand percent and still make it work for you. Yes. Yeah, I get, I agree. It's like, for me though, it's like, I also still grew up in kind of that old school. Like my dad was very much like when you leave the house, like you need to look good. Like you need to have yeah. fucking cologne on. Yeah. Like I, you know, I don't leave the house without a fucking dash of Chanel. Like I need a little bit of spray. I need to smell Same nice. Here. Same here. I mean, you've yeah. never seen me in sweatpants. No, but, but I don't know. I like at the same time though, I like shit like sweatpants. I like, like that. I love them. Yeah, that athleisure kind of shit. But I wouldn't wear like sweatpants to a show. I might wear like a, the right pair of track pants to a show because I yeah, feel like I might wear sweatpants to a show. But if I wear sweatpants to a show, it it's like an outfit though. It's not like you know. Yeah, yeah. I probably got the matching the matching jacket <laughs> with it, and and you know, I'm you try to look you try to look presentable. Like yeah, I feel like women they do such a such they go through so much to try to look nice. So why don't and men are just like yeah I just got out got spaghetti on it presentable like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing you know I will yeah I will say probably female comics don't get enough credit for how much work they put into like also looking like looking the part for and getting that side of the business because like a lot of a lot of times when you see a female comedian on stage like aside from what you're watching the material and all that on a separate note I'm sometimes I'm like. Wow, like she really showed out for this. Like she fucking, it looks like she bought a dress for this show. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I'm wearing like the same dumb. jacket just, for. Yeah, that's just them on their regular life. That's just them on their regular life. That's that. that I mean, that that's the plight. That's their plight, and I appreciate it. I try to give it back. Yeah. You gonna buy a dress? I'm gonna buy a dress. We both gonna have dresses on stage. <laughs> I think you make more gay jokes than almost anyone I know. I feel like I don't know what it is. I always feel this gay tension with you. I just want to make out with you. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that <laughs> but uh <laughs> nah yeah uh i don't i don't make i don't make a lot of gay jokes that was, uh, look at you blushing now <laughs> thing. but um but yeah that's the that's the um that's the way we that's the way I, at least i try to live i don't know how you know i kind of yeah. like you're you're you also like i, I never I, I can't say that i've you know because some comedians you see and you're like this guy is a slob yeah this guy better be funny this guy's a slob, yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, I say, especially in New York, like New Yorkers, I think a lot of them, like we, we put ourselves together, like because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like going through, like most people I see, like even with whatever their thing may be, they're always like them, and they're always like you know, right, right. Like Big J got the finger gloves and the jersey, but it looks like put together, like yeah, yeah it still yeah. works. Yeah, this is what he does. Yeah, did you see? Um, are you subscribed to any OnlyFans accounts? No. <laughs> are you no but i like i follow some of those girls on twitter but and like yeah yeah like, i got friends yeah you know well, what i mean like and i i don't there's nothing wrong with only fans to me whenever i see like a like a new chick starts an only fans i'm just like yeah you know what i mean get your money what, what the fuck do i care but yeah, send me a discount code 
Oh, please. You know what I mean? Because, dude, I know once I, if what the day I start paying for OnlyFans accounts, I'm not going to be able to pay rent. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. I've been tempted. There's been a, there's yeah. Been a where I'm like, I, I, I want to pay for this. I want to, I want to yeah. pay to see these photos, but I never yeah. have. There's a girl that, like, I'm a, oh my God, that drives me nuts. Her name is like Princess Helena. Yeah. She's like this, uh, I, I don't know if she's black or half black, but she just fucking, look her up on Twitter, folks. It's unbelievable. But I've seen, I mean, why would you even, like, I've seen your Snapchat. <laughs> like, why would you even need to, like, pay for photos? Because, Ian, it's never enough. That's the problem with being a man. It's it's never enough. Like it's always, you know what I mean. You never. I'm never gonna get bored of seeing women. It's like my favorite part of being outside is just yeah. getting to look at women. Like yeah. I just love it. You're, you're what's wrong. You're, you're what's wrong with the patriarchy. <laughs> no, but I'm not bothering them. Yeah. I'm just. I just have sunglasses on. I walk around with my coffee and I just admire their Dread beauty. Coat dick out and <laughs> you just admire them from afar stuck to do it like a whole like a false pocket <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no like if I, I i i never like i'm the the last guy to like bother you you know what i mean like i've never you would meet like me too like i'm like i don't even like i don't even it's not most of the time i don't even speak to women like if i don't know you if, if i don't know you we're not friends like i'm probably not gonna speak to you like yeah I, unless you talk to me yeah the chances that i speak to you in some fashion are extremely low like right. i'm very shy with new people like i don't you know yeah and it, honestly it's not even like i don't want to speak to you or like i'm it's i don't speak to you out of respect like most of the times i don't want people speaking to me so out of respect yeah. i'm not speaking to you i don't think i've ever seen a girl in the street and like cat called her or went up to her and 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 talked to her like D dude there was a guy I, i'm this i'm the exact same way but there's a dude who sits on my corner on fucking like 13th and first avenue in new york and he fucking just sits on a fire hydrant for like an hour every sunday and he just cat calls every girl that walks by and he drops the same line on every one of them i mean but he's a he's a staple in your neighborhood and yeah were, no but he's he, he's not like a creep he's just like a he's like a dude who's like 25 he just yeah. posts up and sits there, like looks put together, yeah. and every chick and I'll I'm standing at the taco cart, just like watching because to me this is now like a fucking like a low budget TV show. Yeah. So and he just what he does to every girl that walks by, he goes, "Wow, okay," and sometimes that's a good line though <laughs> you have to admit that is a good line sometimes like, you want more like, yeah they turn around yeah and, and, want, like wow what like yeah that's yeah good. and he'll go where'd you get those pants and it, it doesn't matter what question. they say. a lot of stores are closed department stores are closing you don't know where <laughs> you get those pants from but what's really fun is because, you know, New York City has so many different people. It's the game is betting which one of these girls is going to stop. That's the game. Yeah. And it, listen, it works sometimes. Like, it works sometimes. They get girls. The other day, I was at the Apple store, and I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were just having a conversation. Like, a deep Like, we were talking about, I, think, I forgot what we were talking about, like, corona and, like, how it affected him. And, like, mid, like some girl walks by, and mid-conversation, he's like, hold up, hold up. And he just leaves me and goes to talk to her, like, walk alongside of her and talk to her. I'm like... I've never done that in my entire life. 
yeah. then he comes back. I'm like, what, what happened? He's like, oh, no, nah, she wasn't she wasn't with it. She's rich. And I was like, do you do that? He was like, yeah, every time I see a girl I like, I go up to him and I talk to him. I'm like, see, to me, that's like a, a mental illness. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how people like go and just bother people like that and be like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know what I mean? Because to me, then, it's like. But then he started showing me like, like girls that he's gotten like off the streets. And I'm like, maybe, maybe I should be doing this. Maybe I, I need to be talking I, to every girl. Every guy has this dilemma in his head where he's like, I'm, when I see a girl that I really want, that I want to be with, I'm just going to go up and say hello. And we almost never do. Yeah. And but like we always weigh it in our heads, like I'm sure that guy's gonna get laid for like every once in a while, or meet a girl, or even meet a chick to date. Yeah, from doing that because yeah, like often. it's still it's gonna get off because you know I mean I'm sure you know this like I've spoken I've spoken with a lot of like really attractive girls and some of them they were like you reach a level of attractiveness where nobody talks to you. Yeah, because everybody thinks that you're out of their league and they were like nobody really tries to talk to them. Yeah, that's why I like with ugly guys like me and you. <laughs> I noticed on dating apps, like if you, any time that I've ever messaged a girl and been like, wow, you're gorgeous or like you're sexiest for anything like that, it, I, it always gets zero response because like you're already putting them on a pedestal. The chase is over. You're already being like, I'm already into you. Yeah. It's like, what you have to do is you gotta be like, what's up with that forehead, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But you have to like, you have to say something like, I feel like negging is done. Like every single girl, like in a, on a dating app now, just negs me, and it's never funny or entertaining I be anymore. Neg too, bro, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like what what's going on here? Like I, I thought we would, I thought we were getting, we would like court each other, and they're like, what are you, some idiot, little idiot with with stupid ass eyebrows? I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't even know, like I don't even know who you are, and then it's like. We're comedians, so it's like, you want me to start roasting you back? Like, yeah, like. Would that even be fair if I started roasting you back? This girl one time was like, roast me. And I wrote some shit and she blocked me. You like, wrote back like a, like a roast back? Like, yeah, like I wrote back and she blocked me. And like, I was like, yeah, you asked a professional. Like, what do you, what do you want? Right. It's going to hurt. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't like negging. Like, I, I, I'll take the compliment. Yeah, me too. I'll take the compliment. Like, it, but every chick will start off like now it's like so played out. And I actually, I actually heard John Mayer talking about this on a podcast where he was talking about, he's like, so you're listening to the John Mayer podcast. John Mayer is like, he's just an unbelievable guitar player. Like on a technical yeah. level, he's just incredible. Yeah. He's, he's cool. Yeah. yeah. He's a cool dude. So he, uh, but he was talking about like, he had like two really down years in his life and he's like, and I would get drunk and I'd go to the bar and like some young chick would walk up to me and like start talking. And he's like, and what she would think in her head is, uh, She's like, I want to separate myself. So I'm going to go up and say something mean. So she'd be like, aren't you that like old guitar guy? So like that, even though like she knows who he is and like, but she goes that way and he's like, but what she doesn't realize is every other person has gone that route. So all I hear all day is like, Hey, you fucking stupid piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that now, whenever I get that now, I'm like, this isn't hot or fun anymore, yeah. but not to mention like, and you don't want to sound like a little bitch but it, it, we also have feelings you know like you don't want to no. just be shit on like at a bar and i could take it i'm not gonna say that you're gonna shit on me and i'm gonna start crying but my interest is not gonna be the same like yeah it just roasted me dude i've like the the conversations i've had on dating apps like over the last six months even year are just like it's always i dude i match i made my age range from 18 to 40 
Right. So I was like, let's push it. You know what I mean? Let's go up to fucking 40. Like, cause every single young chick, dude, that's like 22, 23. Like I've noticed every last one of them, they have no interest in meeting. It's, they want to text you and find out every single thing about you before they meet you. Yeah. And to me, like, to me, the game is let's meet up as fast as possible. So we don't have to text. So that way we could just see, do we vibe with each other? Do our energies yeah, match? Are you inviting them to your house at three in the morning to see? Yeah. <laughs> no, but no, but like, kind of. But also, it's because all, every bar closes at eleven. Yeah. You now it's now it's like, okay, you, you don't have a choice. The open. Yeah, but also it's like, dude, I genuinely like well, like for example, the girl I've been hooking up with and the girl I've been seeing, she's like, she. What'd you, wait, what'd you say? I said I genuinely want head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hot stance. Uh, this isn't an act. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I remember she like the, every time that I would hit her up to hang, you know, and I give I give you like two chances, you know, I'll be like, hey, you want to meet tonight? I'll usually send that message at like midnight, and the and it, and she was like, I thought at first you just thought I was like some whore. But just like, then I got to know you. I realized because of your sleep schedule and your life schedule and your work schedule, like midnight is right around where I'm like, okay, now what's up in my love life? Like, that's the time right. I can look like, away from right the rest of my day. Kicks in and you're ready to go. <laughs> so, but you like, to be honest, when I was like, I, I wasn't even dated, like, cause I was just so busy every night and I wasn't even like, I don't have, I can't even go on a date. Like, with with the world is open because I'm I, I'm not gonna take a night off like yeah. to risk this so you can meet me at the club at the comedy club and we can see if we vibe there but to take a night off you know that's tough that's a lot that puts a lot of pressure on the on the on the relationship yeah like, with somebody you just met and also like that it, it's crazy but as, as like I'm trying to get to that exact same place of just all my energy. 95% of my energy goes into my work. And it's like, I mean, uh, no bullshit. Like I'm re we're recording this the day after the first episode of this podcast came out. So I, I recorded that yesterday. Today I'm recording this. This is going to be for the next week. Like, I mean, in the last two, three days, dude, just work wise, I have done more than I've done in the last six months. Yeah. Like no bullshit. Like in terms of like getting the fucking artwork done. You, work you, you had a relaunch. So a re yeah, a relaunch. But also like, dude, I was recording every episode last minute as shit. Yeah, like literally sometimes That's why I, you could never get me on. It's not that I didn't <laughs> want to do it. It's that you would hit me up at 315. Like, hey, could you do a podcast at 316? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> 316. I'm masturbating. You know that. <laughs> I've, well, I'm just trying to break your habit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's like now I'm like, OK, I'm going to be I, I want to can like a fucking six, seven weeks of episodes within like a week. You know what I mean? And like have everything together, have it rolling out for people and treat this shit like a fucking business. And it's like when it's easier to do when I'm not bullshitting on social media or sitting on Bumble trying to fucking, you know, see if some chick wants to grab a drink late at night. Like it's all energy, dude. There's just such a finite amount of time. And I don't want to be 50 and be like fuck yeah like i got laid by that one chick because like dude i've already had like a i've had enough sex in my life at this point where like if it stopped tomorrow i'd be like i had a good run you know what i mean like i've had a, i've had enough hookups i've had enough sex where i'm like i get it i get it like i understand sex evolves and all that and there's always shit to learn but like i've 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 had more sex than most people will have so it's like you know what i mean let's just fucking leave it alone now like let's just focus my energy on work and porn yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's subjective because, you know, there's a, I know a bunch of guys who are like legit, like sex addicts. And to them, it's never enough. I'm not like that, but I know a lot of guys who are like, I know guys that are like, I need like three girls a night, like on the regular. Not like on some, I did three girls in one night, one time. They're like, this is what I need. Yeah, yeah. It's just to sustain <laughs> yeah. some sense like, of normalcy. To carry, yeah, to carry forward. Like, this is what I need. Like, how, Dude, how I need food. I used to have, like, a similar thing. Like, there, I mean, there was a time I was hooking up with, like, three, four different women a week. Yeah. Um, like, pretty regularly. Like, I wouldn't really miss weeks. And, like, but it was just, like, that was just the cycle of my lifestyle. And I think a lot of that was, like, it's just ego. And a lot of it is just seeking validation. For like, sure is the two things. So, and it's the same thing, like how me and you talk about, sorry, like we're not the type to go up and approach or cat call or any of that bullshit. But it's like, because I, I guarantee if you break it down to like a molecular level, like if you go deep enough in why you feel that way, it's probably insecurity, not wanting to feel embarrassed and like getting rejected and fucking like a low self-esteem in, in some like childhood areas. Like, it's probably shit like that. And that's like why you don't want to go approach women. Cause like, I guarantee it's that for me. Like sometimes I'll look at social interactions I have with like a new person. Like I did a show the other day in fucking central park and the woman producing the show was like super nice lady, like hot, like, you know, like young chick. And was, she was like producing the show. She's like, you're going to go next. And I could just, I was like, okay, great. But I could just tell I'm like, I am so weird with like people that it's like that. Like, I don't know them. Yeah. I'm straight like I can tell like I'm being short or like something I can tell I'm not 100% giving them like a perfect interaction you know what I mean yeah yeah like, I think it's more in your head though probably if you ask her she was like yeah I asked him to go next and he said yeah it's not it was no big deal you maybe know, it's probably in your head but uh yeah I mean I don't know what it is sometimes I envy because you know I have a lot of female friends and we'll have conversations and they're like you know like they legit um don't have a desire to be with like different people at all yeah and I'm like well that's amazing that's you know like most guys i know who are out here like hooking up with multiple people like if you really talk to them a lot of them are like i wish i didn't have the, the desire like yeah I, wish. I was just like not to make an excuse for them because have self-control you know is what the argument would be but i'm just saying like it's not like i know a lot of dogs out here that are like i don't want to be this way it's how i am yeah no, dude, I think like legitimately, I think what most men want is that feeling of I wish I, I could just be with this one woman and I don't want to fuck anyone else and things would be easy. And I, but we just have this like curse in us that like I, I think it's the, I think it's like this primal thing that's like I think it's honestly what keeps people on the earth is it's what's created people is men have this kind of unquenchable thing in their brain that's like you need new 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 and i think it's all just like spreading your sperm i'm not here to make uh they're gonna be like look at these two assholes making excuses for why men are dog it's not what we're doing <laughs> no we're not honestly just honestly speaking what a lot of guys all my guy friends and 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 you know guys who you just have these conversations with and a lot of them don't want to be like search but they have the desire to like get the new and and you yeah. pray you know and I don't think that's ever going away. And I do think, here's the thing. I think women too do have, like when they're dating a guy, I think they do have a desire to fuck somebody else like every three to six months. I'm sure it's there. I just think it comes from a different place. 
That's it. I just think it comes from like a different thing. For men, it's like satisfaction with, with your guy. <laughs> yeah. That's where it comes from. But we could be fully satisfied, love the girl, everything is perfect. This girl, I'm gonna marry her, and then that desire doesn't go away. Yeah. Every single guy I know that's in a relationship, like it's hard for him to fuck in the relationship. Cause it's like <laughs> I've heard yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, once the guys, like, I don't know what, like, what I notice in a relationship, when I'm in a relationship, the girl wants to fuck a lot. And yeah. me, like, I don't want to fuck that much. Because yeah. it's just like, I don't know, there's something, like, sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, now we're together? Like, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, it's the, it, I think it's like that hunting thing is just gone. Like, I think that's a big part of it. I don't know, it's something. But every single man I know, has has told me like yeah in a relationship like it's hard for me to like almost i think in almost every single relationship the girl wants to fuck more than the guy does yeah give me one second i have to um put my computer to charge yeah go ahead yeah i don't know because i remember I, I thought i was like a, a weirdo for for having that thought and then i was talking to a friend of mine who's married and he's like yeah i mean i think the hardest thing for men is like keeping up a fucking libido in a relationship and I, I would, I don't know why that is. I'm sure some fucking, you know, some guy like Dr. Drew or some shit can like break it down, but it's, I, I don't think people give enough credit to how much of like the shit we do and all of our stuff is just pure, like primitive human nature that like we, it, it's hard to control. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Could you hear me? When you're gone? No, right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Like. And it, listen, I know it don't sound like we're good people. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I could, I could, you know. No, I but could, we, but the truth is, we do our best. Like some, some people, some people are not like some guys are not like shit. Like that's yeah. just like I'm like, damn, like this how you, you know, like some guys are just not good people. I I, I see those guys, but like generally, most guys I know want. I aspire to be good when it comes to like relationships and For we'll convince sure. ourselves to be like, uh, you know, I, I'll get it together at this point or I'll get it together at this point. And, and, you know, I'm young and I'm going to live my life and I'm going to, you know? Yeah. Well, I think man in general, like in, in almost like a biblical sense. And I mean, men, I mean like humans, like we have a, I think by nature, we have a desire to be good. You think so? I think so. I think we have a desire to be good. I think a lot of people fall short, but I think most people want to be good. Like deep in their heart, that's what they want. You know what I, I mean? I just, that's just, that's just how I see the world. I think people want to, to do the right thing. I think people want to have morals and want to live virtuously. I just, I just think it's rare that they actually truly make it happen. Well, um, yeah, I, 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 I guess I'd agree with that. I'd say most, you're saying most, yeah, most. Yeah, most I think are like, most people are like that, you know, but then, you know, right. normal uh, human shit like gets in the way of that, like selfishness and, and, yeah. greed and, you know, desire for power gets in the way of it. But like most people who I know, that's like when people like, you know, like people shit on New Yorkers, like, oh, New Yorkers, you're rude. I'm like, no, we're not. We're just people. Like, right. We're literally just people, like living our lives. Like, and and, it, and you won't survive here if you're just super nice and open to everybody, because you get accosted right. by fucking strangers and like 
you know, cons all the goddamn time on the street. Right. So it's like, but I still think most people are nice and polite and, yeah. and, and, and nice people. And, you know, I was in, like, I was born and raised here and I was in the city in, during 9-11 and I was in the city during Hurricane Sandy and I was in right. the city in every big catastrophic shit that has happened in New York. I was here and New Yorkers came together like g- genuine kind people. Like they also yeah. would be like, so, like I had a friend that was visiting recently and um, she was like, somebody said, she was like, she was walking and somebody said like hi to her. And she thought like, what, what, like, this is not New York. Like I, I thought everyone was like, fuck you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Every person that you walk past is like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like, where did you get, where did you Throws get garbage at you? Yeah. Where did you get this idea? It's yeah. like a fast city in a fast city. You don't have time for, you know, the bullshit. So that's, I guess that's why it comes off as like, rude but i wouldn't say that new york is rude no i wouldn't either and i i also feel like what you're saying about like men wanting to be good like i think i'm very hard on myself on like the way i come off because like look we're not idiots like we're aware like we understand what two men talking about shit like this can sound like but it never comes from that place and i feel like every girl i've like dated is always like because i'm always like the first to be like "Ah, i'm this and that and kind of make make fun of myself on shit like that um and i'll even like call myself a misogynist like as a joke and then, a ch- like, a girl I'm dating be like, you're not a misogynist. Like, she's like, you're a feminist. You just don't want to have the title of that. And, like, I feel like a lot of people don't want to have the title of that. Even, yeah. Like, a lot, some, some women I meet don't want, like, they just don't want to be titled that. And I'm like, all right. I mean, I guess it's a title. And I guess it has its negative connotations to it. But, I, I, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I just come from a world where it was never a question like for me. I mean, most of the people in my family are women. I have three sisters and yeah. my family is mostly women. Your dad's a woman. Yeah. Well, he's, tra- you know, in, in the transition, but Corona's ruining everything. <laughs> but um, yeah, but so, so we didn't, you know, we didn't, I never grew up from that place. Like I didn't even hear, I think I've said this before. I didn't even hear like that whole notion of women aren't funny. I never even heard of that till I was in comedy. Like, till I was like a couple years in comedy. Like, I was yeah. like, is this a thing? Like, I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I just grew up with a bunch of funny people. My mom is hilarious. Like, yeah. aunts are funny. Like, they, they know. For like, sure. They yeah, my mom party. is the funniest person in my family. Yeah, like at a party, my mom would kill at a party, you know? <laughs> like, just, you know, just her natural being. So I'd never even, un- I never heard that, I, you know, as in comedy, and I started to hear it. But yeah. I was like, that's a wild. But dude. I don't even know if that's like a real fucking uh, opinion in comedy. To me, it's it's just like it's the same joke as like women be shopping. It's just like a throwaway, like easy fucking. Because the, I think there's in in comedy, even I think most people aren't funny. And it's like it doesn't matter what gender they are. It's just there's a lot of unfunny people because it takes like 10, 15 years for people to really get great on a stage. Yeah. Like yeah. great, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I agree. Generally, just people aren't funny. Yeah. And men put it on women but it's also the kind of thing like it's also a lot of times is these shitty insecure men that don't want to give women that power of being funny and and they'll and they'll hold on to like whatever little shit that they could think of like oh they always talk about sex or they always talk about this or why they always got to be about this and it's like dude call like say what you want but you're just you don't you're just too insecure to be able to like let a woman know like yeah she's funny but i like love funny women and and is there anything better than like when you're like with somebody who you think it's funny like when she thinks you're funny and you think she's funny and it's yeah. just 
constant like just funniness when you hang out and she gets your jokes and you could be out and some shit happens and you guys are just look at each other and you're like we're gonna talk about this later like this yeah and you guys could both completely be your true selves in the humor of it it's right like Right. Yeah, those are the best highs, I think, in, in a relationship. For sure. So these guys that are like, women aren't funny. I'm like, so you're like, so the person, everybody you've been with, like everybody you hooked up with, you don't look for a sense of humor in them at all? Like, so yeah, you, yeah. You just completely knock that off the dating pool. You're like, I'm not looking for a sense of humor because you're not funny. So yeah, I think yeah, that's one of the most important things. It's just like, does that person make you laugh? It's right. like any girl I've ever dated for the, like for a long enough period of time, they were funny. Like, I can't date you for longer than two weeks if you're not funny. Like, it's just yeah. what it, you know, that's just the fucking facts of it. And uh, that's why, that's why I, I never, like, even really thought there were people that actually, like, push that narrative because, like, dude, that's like a fan of comedy. I mean, like, we worked at clubs, like, dude, Bonnie McFarlane. Yeah. I mean, you can run down the list. You yeah. The list. There's just, just all of them. Literally. Yeah. There's just so many, like, just, it's people, like, I don't, this is the thing I think with, with my generation, too, is like, we don't give a shit about gender. We don't give a fuck about like, you, like I, we don't. We hardly care about race or anything. It's like to me, like if if the next president is a black trans woman, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. To me, it's like, what are your policies? What are you saying? So it's like I never looked at female comics as like in a separate box. And I, I don't. I feel like people in my generation don't really because like it, no. it's not shocking to us if if a woman's running the country, if a woman's running a company. Like we don't give a shit. You know what I mean? It's just like it's it's not unusual to us. 100%. 100% is like older. I mean, you see it a lot on the road. Like sometimes I'll be, you know, if I'm doing a club or whatever, and there's like a, a woman on the line or two on the road, a lot of the older crowds, like they'll say these little remarks to me. And I'm like, I, to be honest, you try to like kind of not make it a thing. But I'm like, first of all, like, this is probably my friend. Like, all right, maybe I just yeah. met her or whatever. But this is my friend. She's a comedian. She's trying. And then you're also, this is also like, you're wrong. Like, yeah. Wrong. You ever like, is there anything like more attractive than like, you ever been having a conversation with a woman and no. like, she, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and usually she, just uh, me talking. She's like, just quick, like, just quick, like, like how a comedian is quick. Like you'll say yeah. something and she'll just have like a quick, funny retort to it where you're like, damn, like, all right, this girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This girl thing. And that's not saying that you got to be funny, but I'm just saying just like, I think most guys aren't fun, you know, like most. Oh, yeah, I agree. I like, do think my one piece of sexist, uh, like my one sexist opinion on the subject is this. I think men by nature are 10% better storytellers than women. Like I, it's, it's rare. I meet a lot of funny women. It's rare that I've dated girls who know how to structure a story. Okay, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I don't, I don't have the percentages on that. And I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll counter that. I meet a ton of guys where I'm like, I'm out of this story. Like, I'm done. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's too long. I'm not into it. I but, just think we all suck. <laughs> all yeah. Well, you know what? I, my opinion actually probably gets shaped by the fact that, like, the men I talk to, I mean, almost all my friends are in comedy. So it's like those guys know how to tell a fucking story. Whereas yeah. the women I know, if they're outside of comedy, they're women I'm dating. So I'm just going out of like the normal pool of society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like the normal pool of society. Whereas like if I pulled 10 guys on the street, they'd probably be pretty fucking bad at telling stories too. For sure. For you know? Sure. So yeah. yeah, that's 100%. That's 100%. But, I noticed. But it's like you said, it's just like the younger, like younger generations, like most of us speaking broadly and generally don't care like about no. these things that are, you know, older people cared about our parents or whoever, like, these big things were like, oh yeah, that's not a thing to us. Like, yeah, 
Uh, you know, I'll, I, if I were a regular, you know, if I lived in the middle of Kansas City with, you know, whatever, my girl. Yeah. And I saw Nikki Glazer was coming to town. I'd be like, yeah, I want to go see Nikki Glazer. She makes me laugh yeah. so much. Like, enough and I never understand the bashing. Like, like, because like one thing Nikki gets hit on is like, like, uh, if, you know, some fuck, some fucking guy on Reddit would be like, she just talks about sex. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but male comics, like you have to say that same person is going to watch a male comic do 40 minutes on blowjobs yeah. and be like, this is awesome. It's like, it's the same thing. What are you talking about? You know. And even if she does talk about sex, she's legitimately the best at it. Like yeah. guy or girl, she's the best at talking about sex. Like she has like how many specials out and and they're and they're still all good. Right? Yeah. So if you don't want to hear about sex, then all right, whatever. But one but- one thing I learned about from producing a show was because uh, I used to run a weekly comedy show, and the well, the sure. audience, yeah, the audience was like. Uh, it was usually like half men, half women. And one thing that, you know, back when I used to book it, I would see, I was like, okay, let's say you have like three male comedians on in a row, right? Yeah. Everybody's doing well. Crowd's great. Everything's right. When I'd bring up a female comic and that comic would start doing well, I would notice immediately there was a different kind of laugh coming from the woman in the crowd. It was yeah. like a, cause it was like, okay, I'm relating to you on a deeper level now. Sure. And, it, and a show needs that a, like a good show should naturally be, have diversity it shouldn't be forced and be like we need to hit this fucking quota it should yeah. have a natural diversity where like it's it should like a, a, ideally i think a good show is just like a sample of society you know what yeah. i mean it's just like well, okay i think it should be a sample of society in new york or la yeah 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 not a sample <laughs> of society in the middle of mississippi right And also, I'm not one of those people that like, look, I also understood that when I was booking shows, like, it would be really hard to book female comics. Like, genuinely, like, I could get, like, famous headliners that were men to come do the show on, like, a fucking day's notice. I could not get, like, a two to three year female comedian because they were too busy. They get, yeah. Cause, They're like, yeah. I'm doing 100 shows. There's 99 guys that want to fuck me. They're giving me spots. <laughs> like, the, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be able to get them. It, it was literally that big of a fucking change. And, and, you know, this was years ago, you know, back when comedy was alive. But, like, yeah. That, you know, but I did always notice. I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, oh, like, the women are laughing harder now. Now they're leaning out of their chair because yeah. this girl's talking about something that they can really, really relate to. Yeah. You know? but I mean, I, I, I guess I could I could understand that because, you know, girl, you know, this is a, a mostly white male dominated sport comedy. So I you do know, you think so. Is, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, yeah. But the country, I mean, most of the country is white and most of the country is actually women. But men are most stand up comedian. It's always been that but way. I always think comedy is mostly like Jewish guys and black guys. I think those are there's a, a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, lot of it but i mean like speaking from my experience there's been plenty of times where i'm on a show and i know that i'm on the show as the palate cleanser of yeah yeah you know well that's because that's how i bring you up (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) ladies and gentlemen palate cleanser (laughs) that was my stage name at the apollo but I, i i don't mind it i still was like all right I know why you brought me here, but I'm still trying to put it. You know? I know why you brought me here. Yeah, because it's, and, and a lot of times it's not out of, like, they don't do it 
with bad intentions. They're yeah. trying to be diverse. They're trying to like be like, yeah, we're trying to give you, you know. Well, yeah, when Black Lives Matter was like really popping off, I was like, all right, let's bring on black guests. Like, let's talk about. But it was more so just like, let's get your insight. You know the what I mean? Because you want to hear I, the story that that doesn't always get a chance to be spotlighted, and you yeah, can be like, all right, let's do it. So if you have me on the show, like, hey, I want to have you on the show. We want to talk about Black Lives Matter. I'm not gonna be like. Well, why do we got to talk about Black Lives Matter? What I'm going to be like, you know what? There was a time where I wouldn't even get the opportunity to be on the show. Where yeah. you just have another white guy like you so you guys could talk about each other's dicks for an hour. <laughs> if you want to have me for this, all right, let's do it. I'm going to bring it still. I'm going to bring it. This yeah. What, you know, this is what I do. And if you give me the opportunity, I'm going to bring it. And I feel like a lot of women do the same as when they know they're like the women on the show. But they still bring it. They still capitalize, especially in New York. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I also like, I don't know, I've always just kind of felt like uh, when people are, you know, because in New York City comedy, and this might be like too inside for people or whatever, I don't know if they even give a shit about hearing about comedy, but like, there would be people like about gender roles and gender issues and stuff. too. Yeah, yeah. No, but people would be like, there's not enough like uh, representation of diversity and all this shit stand up. And to me, like, if you look at a great lineup at a club, like there's there's black women, there's white women, there's whatever, like, I know trans comics who are like very funny, like, it's it, there was just a diverse lineup at a lot of shows I would see. And there's definitely some comedy clubs, you know, like they'd book the same fucking 60 year old white guys who aren't that good, but they've been working the place for 30 years. Yeah. So they have like some connection to Booker. And like, every time we watch them, we're like, all right, these guys fucking suck. But like, I also get it. You know what I mean? Like the Booker loves that guy. It's like, it's what it is. It's like they're personal friends. So, and, and that person's been doing it for 30 fucking years. So it's like, I'm not going to look and be like, all right, just because I think this guy sucks and he's not killing, like whatever. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't know. It's just fucking, uh, I, I think to me, like being a comedian in New York, I've just always felt like when people are like, women don't get enough representation in comedy. I'm just like, go to like the fucking cellar or the stand. Like there's so many funny women on the lineups. Like I just don't see it. Like yeah. it's hard for me to hear that and then watch Marina Franklin go up and just so body good. a set. So good. Just they, front to back I, body and be like, yeah, women like there's not, you know what I mean? It's like, no, they're the, the super funny ones are murdering and people yeah. know how funny they are. You know what yeah. I mean? The, as bad as things are right now with everything going on, I still like find that I, I kind of like where we're heading. And when I say we, I just mean like the younger generation. Like I, 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 I like where the younger generation is taking things. Like as, as, as crazy as it may seem right now, like it seems like we're in the middle of a revolution, but before things can change, things like this happen. If you look through history, yeah. like a lot of stuff, times there's stuff that happens. There and needs I, to like, be unrest. I like where we are just as a society, not black, white women, just as a young gener the young generation. Of course we have our faults and we can be extremely PC, which which needs to, you know, we need to draw that back. And there's a lot of things where we need to draw back and the whole cancel culture, which is like a young thing that we need to kind of uh, work on. But just the genuine respect of each other, I like where we're headed for yeah. the young generation. I agree. And I think we we don't really uh give a shit anymore about like i i think 10 years from now nobody's gonna give a fuck about your sexuality your gender whatever the fuck like i don't think anyone's gonna care i think nearly everything is gonna be normalized 
Like, and I think it's just because naturally we just don't give a shit. Like the, the older folks care about those issues and it's a, it's a reason to be upset because it's not what they grew up in for us. Like we grew up around it. It's not like all it comes down to is like, what was normalized when you were growing up? Yeah. And it's like, that's well, it's a lot like, of what honestly, it's like, I don't get, like you said, I don't give a shit. It's like, yeah. it's like, we're too worried about our depression and our teeth. Like we don't <laughs> give a fuck what anybody else is doing. You yeah, know what I mean? It's, it's tough. Cause you hear some people are like, some people, you know, they're serious about it. Like, you know, and like, I, I, I people like, uh, you know, you go place in this country, you're from North Carolina, you're from the South. People are like, yo, gay people can't get married. I'm like, I, I don't care. Like, I, I really don't. Like, but here's the thing. Even where I grew up, there yeah. wasn't like we didn't hear that like i remember the first where time i met up, i mean was it where was it in a like i grew up in like a a pretty liberal like i grew up in like kind of southern suburbs outside of a tiny little liberal city in north carolina outside of raleigh so it was like so like if you grew up in long island no i would it would actually it would be more like if you kind of, i'm trying to think of a good example it was like it was very 50-50 like everybody's parents were republicans kids were like split but it felt like it evened out. Long Island. But, okay. Yeah, but like when in my high school, right? Like I remember the first time I I met like a gay kid, and I was like, oh, he's gay. Like this is a gay person. At first, I was just really turned on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I, I at first I was like, oh, this is like I, I've heard so much about them. Like this is like a you know what I mean? It's almost like a culture shock in a tiny way. And then you realize like, and as you're experiencing, it, you're like, no one cares. Everybody likes this guy. And like, I never, I don't know, may, I, don't, I can't speak for them because maybe, you know, where, where I grew up, maybe it was hard for them and people were shitting on that. I have no idea. I don't know what their fucking nights were like when they were home alone. But I never saw growing up somebody, like in my community, somebody shitting on a gay person for being gay or like nobody cared. Like nobody gave yeah. a shit. Yeah. Growing up in New York, man, I, I was born and raised in Queens. It was I don't even remember the first gay person I met. That's how liberal and not caring, nonchalant it was. I don't remember yeah. that person. It wasn't an experience for me. It was just like, oh, you're gay? Cool. Well, I think, I think that most of the country, I mean, if I had estimated, I would think 90-something percent of the country has just come to realize, like, yeah, there's probably gay people in your family, and sexuality is a spectrum, and, like, it, it's, it's what it is. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? There's a lot of straight guys out here who would suck a dick. There just are like that's you know what I mean. It's just a fucking lie to the curve. I'm I'm talking to one right now, but like, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's just like we've. I don't think anybody like cares anymore. I, maybe I'm just ignorant, but like, and because I live in this bubble in New York City. But when I go do shows on the road and stuff, I never feel like there's people in this crowd who are like against gay. Marriage. I don't think anybody cares about that shit. You know, I run into those crowds. I run into the crowds, but more more often than not, it's the same type of. Um, crowds of the same type of people who would be racist where it's like they don't know many gay people they don't know many black people so their opinion is still based on what they think or what they heard but yeah. you know I've, I've had the thing where you know I, I've, I've done like I, opening up for Bert I've, I've done like all white Trump Republican crowds which after the show they'll come up to me and be like they'll be like surprised and like they kind of treat me like oh, the, oh you're one of the good ones yeah yeah oh, I'm not one of the good some people are cool. Some people are assholes. It's just what it is. If well, that's that. So like, I remember uh, 
when I was growing up. I mean, like my best friend my whole childhood was this black family that lived next door. It was this kid, Brandon. And wow. I, lo- I loved this. Yeah. <laughs> he lived in the, the house in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the little one. No, like, the, like I spent most, like we would, I would go out to dinner with them all the time. I'd have dinner at their house all the time. Like we were, ge- like, we were like brothers. You know what I mean? Like we were genuinely that close. Yeah. So to me, having a black friend was like a black best friend that I would always hang out with. It wasn't like weird to me. It didn't stand out in any way. But to other people, I would hear stuff like looking back, they'd be like, uh, oh, but that they're like the good ones. You know what I mean? Like that. I mean, yeah, hear- if you if you heard that, imagine the amount of times that, you know, I've heard that like said yeah. or whispered. And it's like And you'd hear shit like that in the South, and that's when I realized like looking back i'm like and even when they said that you know as a kid even i was like that's like you can't say that's fucked up like you can't just assume because like i'm jewish so to me anytime anyone wants to label a race of people or a group of people as something as a jew i feel a moral obligation to defend that group you know what i mean because it's funny What'd you say? I said, unless it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Unless the liberalization is funny. Then For sure. <laughs> For sure. Then you're like, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, as that's why I never understand like Jewish people who can then be racist towards another group. I'm like, you're a Jew. Like, this is what Germans did to us. How the yeah. fuck? And here's the thing. I don't fuck with Germans to this day. And I never will. I'll never forgive them for that shit. You understand? And honestly, I might never forgive the Chinese for what's happening right now. But... <laughs> but what I mean, do, what I, do they do COVID, baby? COVID oh, in Pearl oh. Harbor. I, no, I'm just <laughs> just joking. No, but COVID. You know what I mean? It's like no, no, mad about Chinatown. <laughs> no, <laughs> like they fucked up my order. Just furious. Yeah. I might never forgive them. <laughs> no, but like I'm I no I don't care who the fuck you are I don't care what you're I I love people's races like I love because it brings humor it brings connection like I love knowing what somebody is I hate like these people who are like her race doesn't matter I'm like what that's that's even worse to say I'm like why would you not be like yeah my the she, she's black uh, it was like why can't you say that it's not offensive like she can be proud of the fact that she's black if you start saying it like I can't I shouldn't have to tell you she's black then you're implying it's like something she shouldn't talk about Dude, I, I, it's so funny, like, because I, obviously I know you're joking about the thing, um, with the Chinese thing, but because <laughs> I hear people say that and mean it, and I'm like, I know people, I mean, I, my family's from the Dominican Republic, and yeah. I know some of the stuff that I kn- I've known them to eat over there, like some of the parts of animals that I've known them to eat, that yeah. they make cuisine out of, I'm like... That easily could have been the start, you know, like <laughs> you got lucky that this disease, that the disease was in bats and not in pig blood because y'all yeah. fry pig blood and eat it. <laughs> Jesus. So, so yeah, so it's like every, every uh, race has some wild cuisine <laughs> of stuff that they eat. Yeah. So I think like, I think we should all just be like, whew, thank God it wasn't in bullnuts because <laughs> I love me some bullnuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Dude, um, I know you got like a a pod coming up, uh, a show coming up soon. You got college gigs, but dude, thank you so much for coming out. Like I have fucking 30 things on this paper here that we could have talked about, but like, it's just always a blast hanging with you, dude. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I don't even think we touched on the topic that you were like. We didn't touch it. Yeah. I wrote down blue chew, losing boners, flying women in sexting. We didn't touch any of it. We could have, we do that. We'll do that for the next one. Yeah. So I'll get, uh, 
maybe we'll get you and Jordan on uh, the next one because I I have a couple stories I wanted to share. But yeah, um, yeah, keep that list though. That's a good list. Yeah, I'm but dude, thank you so much for coming. Where can people find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Ian Lara Live and on Twitter Ian Lara Live. That's mostly yeah. where. Now. be sure to follow him and just a, a couple of announcements on my end um on my instagram social media there's now a link tree that connects you to everything i do you can join the email list there i send out an email every single monday i try to make it somewhat funny talk about what's going on in the week we're gonna have merch it's probably already out by the time this is out so go grab a fucking t-shirt um join the patreon it's five bucks a month you get an extra episode every single week and i upload the tuesday episodes with no ads so join go join the fucking patreon tell a friend about it for 10 bucks a month i follow you back on instagram 25 you get free tickets when i come to your city all that shit support the show support shit you like we're no longer in a fucking you know direct tv cable society independently pay the people you like that's the way this shit should move forward so we're not all fucking paying at&t you know what i mean it's just yeah. what it is. So leave a five-star rating on the show. Just do whatever you can. Do something nice for the show. Subscribe on YouTube. Share it online. Shout it out if you enjoyed it. Post it on your Instagram story and tag us. That goes a fucking long way. Do something to support the show. Make sure you follow Ian. And uh, I fucking love you guys. I'll see you on the Patreon episode. All right. Thank you, love. Later. All right, my guy. Hey, my dark darlings. Hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos. We're a small crew here at Something Scary, so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule. So that's why I wanna tell you about our sponsor, Monday.com. Monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere. I really enjoy the visual ease of using Monday.com. It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.